A very warm welcome to our evening service. Thank you for joining with us. We're continuing our series on the life of Joshua in the Old Testament. And for the next two Sundays, our speaker is Dr. Chris Wright, who many will know through his links with All Souls in London, his books, and also his work within the Langham Partnership. More about Langham later. And Ollie Neal will be bringing tonight's scripture reading. Our opening hymn is Salvation Belongs to Our God. But just before that, let's commit our time to the Lord in prayer. Our Father, as we have come together this evening, albeit by means of modern technology, we want to record our deep and grateful thanks for your enduring love towards us, your children. It was in love that you first sent to us your Son to be our Saviour, and then your Holy Spirit to be our teacher. As we listen to Chris's message, may that same Holy Spirit speak into all of our lives, creating in us a deeper love for you and a better understanding of your word. And so we commit our time into your hands. In Jesus' name, amen.
The name John Stott will be familiar to many evangelical Christians around the world, but perhaps not so well known to a younger generation. His name is synonymous today with the name Langham Partnership. During his extensive preaching tours in the 50s and 60s, he found that churches in what he called the majority world were growing numerically, but often with little spiritual depth. In 1969, he founded the Langham Trust in order to provide literature and scholarships in response to this urgent need for deeper spiritual growth. The name Langham being taken from All Souls in Langham Place, where he was rector at the time. In 2001, Langham Partnership International was formally launched with Chris Wright as International Ministries Director, having at that time taken over leadership of the overall ministry from John Stott. In 2003, Langham Preaching was added under the directorship of Jonathan Lamb, the challenge being to raise the standard of biblical preaching. And so today, Langham Literature provides evangelical books for pastors, theological students and seminary libraries, and trains indigenous writers to provide books in their own language. Langham Scholars offers scholarships to allow evangelical leaders to gain doctorates in biblical and theological studies and then return to their home countries as seminary teachers and church leaders. And Langham Preaching creates networks and movements for ongoing training of pastors and leaders in biblical expository preaching. The short video you're about to see will give you some idea of what is going on today through Langham literature in Thailand. But before we start, can I just take the opportunity to thank those of you who have been following the work of Langham over the years with your prayers and practical support. And if you're new to Langham, you can sign up for the email newsletter and house magazine Transform, both of which can be found on the Langham website. And look out for the Zoom prayer meetings, which you may wish to join. And so now to the video. Relationship is very important. When we became Christian, most of the Thai people think that we are not Thai anymore. We are unfaithful to the nation. We are unfaithful to the king. We are unfaithful to the Buddhist religion. They feel that we are brainwashed by the Western and we are no longer belong to the family. And many Christians have to suffer same as me. 
the family did not understand that why you have to believe in Jesus Christ. Thai culture is so embedded in Buddhism. We learn from when we were young about Buddhist mindset, Buddhist perspective, and Thai culture is so strong. So when someone become Christian, many times it creates difficulties for that person to relate to their families, relate to community. One of the biggest challenges of Thai Christian is to be able to live in a Thai society, to honor Thai culture, but to stand firm in Christian faith. When I became a Christian, he said, you know, I will not have you, you know, he would lock me in the house on Sunday when I can't go anywhere. And then he said, okay, I will not give you tuition if you continue to be Christian. Christianity for Thai, many, many Thai people say like, that's a foreigner religion. I think we're quite confused. How can we be Christian, have a Jesus in our heart, but we are still Thai, you know? I have a dream that the kingdom of God is here in Thailand. Christian literature is just like a foundation of the Christian life. Okay, some people say that, oh, I need only a Bible. But sometimes it's hard to understand. Christian literature can help them to understand Bible more and more. But the good Christian literature will shape people in the right way to go. Kanok Panasan really helps the Thai people have good books. There are books about Christian life, but also books about Christian theology, books about biblical studies, and books that are about ministries. So when I learned that theology is actually effort of God's people to find out teachings, ways of life, ways of doing ministry that are in accordance to God's truth and can respond fruitfully, effectively to their own context, to their own questions, struggles of the people. I think this is the thing that I want to communicate to the Thai people. This book is written by the Thai worldview. And I love the book that starts with the story that Thai people can easily understand and can say that, oh, that's true, that's right. Something that connects with the Thai worldview, that's a great thing. So the way that he explained about Jesus Christ, sins, Holy Spirit, is the thing that easy understand by Thai people. So I, I love this book very much. And I can say that many people love this book. It's very important, it's really helpful to have a book like this and for a pastor to read a book like this to give them a new understanding on things to, to share with the congregation. So what they're doing is very valuable. And then without them, I, I can't imagine where we're going to find a book that is really helpful like this. The book like this helps the church 
to stand firm in our faith as we are Thai population, as we are in this culture. I would like to add and encourage uh, all the supporters of Langham that it's very crucial and it's very important the production of this kind of literature contextually in any culture, especially in the majority world. I'd like to thank you Langham Partnership for the support that you have given us all along. So what you have done and supported to us is very special that you have a part in sharing this special gift to people in another country. So when we have this friendship and partnership in ministry means a lot for us. It helps us know that we are not alone in our ministry, but we have friends in other parts of the world that care for us, that pray for us, that walk alongside us in our ministry. And to this, I'm so thankful. All of us give our heart to this ministry, and this is God is the one who provides to us. Even this day, I did not say, see any profit, but I can see the profit in the heart of the people. I can see the profit in the life of the pastor. I can see the profit in general Christian that they stronger, they firm in their belief. This is the thing that more than any profit in our life. You know, this is the thing that made me in tears. The thing that you done, you done impact the life of the people. And moreover, you impact the life of the pastor. And the pastor will impact more and more members. And, and how important, how important of the book that can impact to other life. I know that I am the little part of that. But God can use the little people to impact others. Today's reading is taken from Joshua chapter 6. Now Jericho was shut up inside and outside because of the people of Israel. None went out and none came in. And the Lord said to Joshua, See, I have given Jericho into your hand with its king and mighty men of valor. You shall march around the city, all the men of war going around the city once. Thus shall you do for six days. Seven priests shall bear seven trumpets of ram's horns before the ark. On the seventh day you shall march around the city seven times, and the priests shall blow the trumpets. And when they make a long blast with the ram's horn, when you hear the sound of the trumpet, then all the people shall shout with a great shout, and the wall of the city will fall down flat. And the people shall go up, everyone straight before him. 
So Joshua, the son of Nun, called the priests and said to them, Take up the Ark of the Covenant and let seven priests bear seven trumpets of ram's horns before the Ark of the Lord. And he said to the people, Go forward, march around the city, and let the armed men pass on before the Ark of the Lord. And just as Joshua had commanded the people, the seven priests bearing the seven trumpets of ram's horns before the Lord went forward, blowing the trumpets with the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord following them. The armed men were walking before the priests who were blowing the trumpets, and the rear guard was walking after the ark, while the trumpets blew continually. But Joshua commanded the people, You shall not shout or make your voice heard, neither shall any word go out of your mouth until the day I tell you to shout. Then you shall shout. So he caused the ark of the Lord to circle the city, going about at once. And they came into the camp and spent the night in the camp. Then Joshua rose early in the morning, and the priests took up the ark of the Lord, and the seven priests bearing the seven trumpets of ram's horns before the ark of the Lord walked on, and they blew the trumpets continually, and the armed men were walking before them, and the rear guard was walking after the ark of the Lord, while the trumpets blew continually. And the second day they marched around the city once and returned into the camp. So they did for six days. On the seventh day they rose early, at the dawn of day, and marched around the city in the same manner seven times. It was only on that day that they marched around the city seven times. And at the seventh time, when the priests had blown the trumpets, Joshua said to the people, Shout, for the Lord has given you the city, and the city and all that is within it shall be devoted to the Lord for destruction. Only Rahab the prostitute and all who are with her in her house shall live because she hid the messengers whom we sent. But you, keep yourselves from the things devoted to destruction, lest when you have devoted them you take any of the devoted things and make the camp of Israel a thing for destruction and bring trouble upon it. But all silver and gold and every vessel of bronze and iron are holy to the Lord. They shall go into the treasury of the Lord. So the people shouted, and the trumpets were blown. As soon as the people heard the shout of the trumpet, the people shouted a great shout, and the wall fell down flat, so that the people went up into the city. Every man straight before him, and they captured the city. Then they devoted all in the city to destruction, both men and women, young and old, oxen, sheep, and donkeys, with the edge of the sword. But to the two men who had spied out the land, Joshua said, Go into the prostitute's house and bring out from there the woman and all who belonged to her as you swore to her. So the young men who had been spies went in and brought out Rahab and her father and mother and brothers and all who belonged to her. And they brought all her relatives and put them outside the camp of Israel. And they burned the city with fire and everything in it. Only the silver and gold and the vessels of bronze and of iron they put into the treasury of the house of the Lord. But Rahab the prostitute and her father's household and all who belonged to her, Joshua saved alive. And she has lived in Israel to this day because she hid the messengers whom Joshua sent to spy out Jericho. Joshua laid an oath on them at that time saying, Cursed before the Lord be the man who rises up and rebuilds this city Jericho. At the cost of his firstborn shall he lay its foundation. 
and at the cost of his youngest son shall he set up its gates. So the Lord was with Joshua, and his fame was in all the land.